I'm Kylie, founder of Akanel Expeditions, the best adventure travel company that you've never heard of. This is a 35,000 feet podcast where we interview interesting people doing interesting things in interesting places. From the next big CEO to coaches of your favorite teams to everyone in between, we've got stories to tell. Let's jump in. Hi guys, it's Cheyenne and welcome back. Today I'm sitting down with Coach Kia. She is a head women's basketball coach at Lafayette College. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm excited to dive in about everything and kind of talk about your season and uh, how it's going as you're wrapping it up. So you're in the almost at the end of your third season. Can you kind of tell us about the highs and the lows of your season so far? I would say, obviously, the, the highs of, of this season are, you know, what I would characterize as when you're starting the season fresh um, and you, you have this zest of energy from – you know, the new players coming in, the returning players, you know, refreshed, improved. And then you get into your, the crux of your scrimmages and games and, you know, things are kind of treading in a good direction. Um, so I would say that those are, are the highs and, and maybe, um, you know, getting the team to a point where I think we had a five-game win streak in conference and we beat – our rival, which is Lehigh University, and they're about 25 minutes from our campus. And uh, I want to say it, it had been, I don't know, four or five years since we beat them. That was a pretty good moment. And the lows, I would kind of backtrack and say, you know, we've had an, a season where, you know, sometimes you come into practice and your trainers tell you, well, this person's out and this person's out. And so you're constantly having to adjust to, you know, players in and out for short periods of time and then in and out for the length of the season. Yeah. Injuries are hard on a season for sure. How did you get into the coaching of basketball? Well, it's interesting. So I knew when I was in high school that I wanted to be a college basketball coach. Um, I loved basketball. I had a very good high school coach. Um, Her name is Breezy Bishop at uh, Western High School. And I just I love the way she mentored us as young girls and, you know, got us to believe that really we could do anything with the right preparation and the the right hard work um, and dedication. And I just love the role that she played in in my life in particular, you know, getting me to believe more in myself than I did originally, you know, was really her belief that carried it for a while. And then I started to see, you know, the fruits of the labor and then that started to become more of my personal belief. But from that moment on, I knew what I wanted to do. And it was just about taking the necessary steps to put myself in those the positions to do it. Yeah, that's awesome. You kind of always grew up knowing you wanted to be a coach. Can you kind of tell us about your journey of how you became the coach? Once I graduated from Millersville, I uh, had an, uh, at the time it was called a restricted earnings position. And that was the equivalent of what people now know today as like the go to grand school and they would just give you the money. Um, and, and you would be um, a, a, tr- a coach in training, so to speak. So I did that for two years at Wisconsin Green Bay. And that was a awesome okay. opportunity because it was a an established program with an established coach and that had um, a boatload of success. So I, not only did I get to travel out of the East Coast, but I got a chance to kind of sit at the feet of a pretty accomplished coach and just kind of see how they went about doing things, which was different than my high school experience or my collegiate experience. From there, I was able to get a full-time assistant coaching position at Fairleigh Dickinson 
University in um, northern New Jersey. And, you know, that was baptismal by fire in the sense that, you know, you don't really get a manual for coaching. It's you, you, you learn on the job. And that was a position where you do a little bit of everything. There were no director of basketball operations. There were no video coordinators. The assistant coaches did everything. And it was a great learning experience for me because it exposed me to all the different aspects of, you know, being a coach, the behind the scenes things that need to get done from an organizational standpoint, planning um, for not only for the program in the season, but also long term. From there, I went on to be an assistant coach at UMass Amherst um, and, and stepped into a, a, a different type of situation as an assistant coach with a established head coach, but new at that institution. And just kind of taking over a little troubled situation where there were some, uh, with the previous staff, some lawsuits and things of that nature. So then you started to see a little bit more of the turmoil that can, can reside in programs um, when there are coaching changes, when there are internal and external, you know, adversity. Um, so, you know, going through the process of working through that for five years, then I went on to be an assistant coach at Penn State for nine years. And that was really cool um, because I got to work with a first-time head coach and then also take a program from the bottom of a conference, push it all the way up to conference champions for multiple years. Um, and then you get, then the one part of coaching that no one tells you about is once you ascend to those levels, staying there is hard. Mm -hmm. um, and just kind of got to experience what that is like on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, and from there, I spent a year at the University of Cincinnati um, helping to move that program forward as well. Um, it was a program at the time that, you know, hadn't had a winning season in a, in a number of years. And, you know, being there for one year and helping to usher in um, a winning season was really fun with one of my good friends. Um, and then the opportunity at Lafayette sprang open and throw, through some conversations with, you know, search firms and the administration. Um, I uh, became the coach. So that's the long 20 plus year journey to, to the position. That's awesome. I always love to hear how coaches become coaches and their journey because everybody has a different path, you know? Mm -hmm. um, I'd love to kind of talk more about your favorite travel experience because we are a travel company. I love to hear how travel plays a role as a coach, but also as a player or any of your personal experiences you want to share with us. Yeah, I would say, obviously, in the coaching world and college athletics, you travel quite a bit. Um, I would say my favorite uh, travel experience would, would have been going out to Hawaii. Um, you, you hear a ton about Hawaii and how beautiful it is, and any description that you've heard does not do it justice at all. So just, number one, the getting there was long. I, I wasn't quite prepared for how long that trip is, particularly from you know, the Midwest. And, and the way we broke up the trip was, I want to say we flew from like Wisconsin to Seattle and stayed overnight and then continued from Seattle, you know, over to Honolulu. Um, but that, that was just a pretty cool um, experience. Uh, and that wasn't during the time where you could have the personal movies and all that kind of stuff on the airplane. So you know, you had to be creative with your disc man and all that stuff to kind of kill the time and games, you know, that you come up with to play with the kids and, and the other coaches and a part of your party. So, you know, going to Hawaii kind of ranks, ranks up there. 
I love Hawaii. I've only been there one time, but it was so fun. I totally agree with you. What is one thing that no one knows about you that you could share with us? You know, I was thinking about that question because you prefaced it and um, told me about it on the front end, but I, I don't know if there's really anything that no one knows about me. I, I do have a, a secret hobby of when the weather is nice. And I, I picked this up when I was in uh, Amherst in, in, in Massachusetts, kayaking. So I'm not really, I'm not like the adventurous kayaker that'll get in the rough waters and things like that. Like I like it nice and calm and cool so I can just paddle and or just float and just kind of go wherever I want to go. But for a city girl to be into kayaking, that's, that's a little different. <laughs> Where do you like to go kayaking at? Well, I don't necessarily have a set place. It's just more so like if I'm on vacation yeah. and it's something that they offer and, and I and I check out the surroundings just to make sure it's it's kind of that calm setting that I'm looking for. You know, then I'll then I'll hop in and do it. That's awesome. That's super fun. If you're an athlete wanting to play for university, what would your advice be to them? Well, that's a very loaded question. Um, yeah. <laughs> there's there's tons of advice. Um, number one, I, I would just say let's just assume number one that we're talking about high school. Um, aged prospect, I would just say that um, it's incredibly important to do two things. One, really fine tune and hone um, your offensive and defensive skills. Um, Because this is true in life as it is in sports, but the more skills and things you have that are strengths, the more likelihood um, you're going to be on the floor and competing in in the real serious moments of the game. Um, And the other piece of advice I would offer is more team oriented. And it's just, I feel like today kids have such a specialist mentality in terms of I play X position and Mm -hmm. I only do this thing. I would say when it comes to the team that having almost a European type game in the sense that you can play a ton of positions um, and you can defend several positions. I, I think that's the advice I would give to kids and not be so locked into one particular system that you can play in. But if you truly understand the game, then you can put your game in any system. And just to be open and to play for different types of coaches who do different types of things so that when you go to college, it's not such a rude awakening if you've only been exposed to one thing. Yeah, I think that's great advice because you just never know when you're going to have to step into a different role. Like you said, you have injuries that come up or different players that have different positions. So it's always just good to have, I guess, many skills that you can call on and just be like, oh, I'm going to play this position. I like that. So what's your next adventure? What's coming up next? I know you guys have a big game tonight. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I'm a little short-sighted in the sense that my next adventure is figuring out how we're going to beat an opponent we haven't conquered yet this season. Mm-hmm. So I got to have a, you know, I got, not only do I have to have an answer for that, but my team have to have an answer for that in the next four hours. Um, but beyond that, I have not um, given much thought to any type of adventure other than living to fight another day. What advice are you giving your team tonight as you're going into this big game where, like you just said, you haven't conquered them before? Well, the, the great thing about it is we haven't played our best basketball yeah. either. 
Um, so, you know, there are lots of learning lessons that we could take from the previous two matchups where, you know, we made the mistakes. It wasn't necessarily the other team and then they capitalized on them. So just showing up some of the more mental mistakes um, that we made in our execution or, you know, for us, sometimes it's just staying out of foul trouble uh, with some of your key players and just things like that, which is a controllable. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, I'm just going to talk to the team about really doing the things that we've done thus far that's helped us have a successful season. Um, and the final piece of advice that I'll, I'll tell them is, you know, just to have fun. Just go out yeah. there and play as hard as they can. Um, have fun. Enjoy the moment. Um, like I always talk to them when we go on the road, we have an opportunity to convert some fans. So, you know, let's give them a great show. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Kia, for joining us today. And I wish you and your team the best of luck, especially tonight in your game. Thanks for listening to the 35,000 Feet Podcast, where we chat with interesting people doing interesting things in interesting places. Do you have a story that you want to share? Visit www.acanela.com slash podcast to share your story and be featured on our next episode of 35,000 Feet.